0: What's going on? What's going on? It's your boy again, Ramon. We're back in this bitch. Another episode, episode three. Uh, I'm not too sure what we're going to run through today. I think uh, as per usual, we're going to do a little conspiracy just to kind of kick this off and then uh, I might cover another story from my past, story, <laughs> story from my life. Uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes. But yeah, Uh, Glad you're here. It's a Monday night for me. This episode is going to be Wednesday morning for you. So I hope uh, your hump day is going well. Uh, My day is going pretty well. Um, You know, I usually cover how my day is going and my day is dog shit, Uh, but I made it home so I can't be too mad right now. Uh, it rained all day. So, you know, that was exciting. I don't know what part of the, uh, part of the world y'all are in right now, but here in Tejas, it is raining and we are preparing for a winter storm. So we should see how that goes. Uh, last year we had a storm and, uh, yeah, uh, took out, took out my water. I think I had no water for two weeks. Which, because I was in a crap-ass apartment complex, it took my uh, heater with it, which is crazy. If if you don't know, uh, especially if you live in, you know, a a lower-income apartment like I was in, um, your heat is, you know, goes hand-in-hand with your water, which is weird. So if you have no flowing water to your house, you have no heat. So I was sitting in a house for weeks, me and my brother, with no running water, which is tolerable. You can figure that out, melt some snow, things like that. Full electricity. You know, the house is on, everything's on, but no heat. Have you ever had your lights on and freeze? I mean, I, I grew up poor. So I'm, I know what it's like to... <laughs> to not have your lights on and not have heat on and things like that for, you know, a little while. It happens. Things overlap whatever. Um but I've never had n- full power like fridge on, lights on, bath, everything works except for the heat. So yeah, that was uh that was interesting. So yeah, it was uh, it was about 2 weeks with no water, so I mean no heat. It was about I think 5 days of no electricity and no water and no heat. So that was interesting. I was, I don't even know how I survived. I basically slept, you know, and that'd have been a good time to be, you know, addicted to heroin or something, you know, so I could just sleep. But yeah, nothing harder than sleeping for five hours and then trying to sleep for another eight and then trying to sleep for another 10, just trying to burn your day. And yeah. I don't know what led to that, but yeah, that was crazy. So that's kind of what we're gearing up for right now. Um, over where we are, um, yeah, I stockpiled a bunch of uh, bunch of water. Uh, the apartment complex I'm in right now, they decided to have a uh, company come in and offer us, like, discounted rate for those huge jugs, like 10-gallon jugs of water that you see in the office. So that's pretty cool. Uh, my living room looks like a little, you know, office center break room so it's kind of cool never worked in those kind of places but it's interesting but yeah so uh supposedly they say 10 gallons of water is what it takes to flush your toilet so one of those jugs is what it takes so i have seven of those so i got seven flushes ready <laughs> just kidding uh, if it gets that bad i'll just melt some snow for the toilet but uh or you know i live on a balcony I'll just draw some stuff in the snow. <laughs> I'm sure that'll make me friends. I'm on the second floor. My neighbor below me don't know. Don't know who I am. So, you know, they'll just, you know, tell them, uh, don't eat the yellow snow. That's the rules, right? <laughs> oh man. All right. So let's get into this. Um, I had a couple options today on what I was going to talk about with you guys. Um, I'm going to stick with the uh, the conspiracy theory. I don't want this to be a conspiracy podcast, but uh, I'm just going to burn through some conspiracies just to kind of get them out there in your brain and then kind of give us some stuff to kind of talk about. You know, as the as the months go on, I can always... Because these are the things that are in my brain, these conspiracies. Like, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but the conversation is interesting. Even the, the, the whole flat earth thing I did, you know, my side is whatever it is. Everyone else's side is can be for it or against it. I don't care. It's it's not whether you believe in it or not. For me, it's the conversation, like religion, politics, you know, outer space, math. I don't care how to cook a steak. I don't, I don't care what you're talking about. You name it, I enjoy discussing discussing it. Like I enjoy, I enjoy the the brain. Like. The way my mind works, and I'm sure this is the same for everybody, I assume everyone's brain should work that way. So when it doesn't, it makes no sense. Like, how did you not get that answer? Because I got that answer. You know what I mean? So it's interesting to see how other people's brains work in comparison to mine because, of course, I feel like I'm the one in the right as far as the way my brain works, not the answers. Of course, I'm wrong about tons. Uh, but the way I got the answer, I feel is correct because it's my brain, you know, you're always on your own side, but, uh, (laughs) yeah, uh, anyway, so with the conspiracies today, I think we're going to cover, um, I was going to do Bohemian Grove, but there's so much to cover in Bohemian Grove. I think I'm going to have to do like a full episode just for Bohemian Grove, so I'm going to tease that right now. Um, Y'all are welcome to research. Whatever. Uh, I wouldn't because I'm going to give you all the fun facts. But, uh, yeah, Bohemian Grove, that uh, is going to be an interesting one. We'll do that next Wednesday. But uh, today, (sighs) we'll try not to make people upset, but we're going to cover. We'll do a little 9-11 today. Um, Now. Don't want this to be... You know, my family's military. I'm all for the military. I'm all for this country. And uh, I don't want anyone to feel like... I don't even... I hate that I even have to do a disclaimer before I say words. You know, things that hurt nobody. But apparently they do nowadays. So I'm going to give you a disclaimer. If you don't want to hear the gossip. It's not my conspiracy. It's just the gossip of conspiracy that I find is interesting uh on 9/11. So yeah, we're going to cover that right now. So, starting with uh the interesting conversation that I have with people about this or the the conspiracy theories um for 9/11, which I'm sure, I mean it's been 20 years. I'm sure everybody's heard these. But uh the interesting perspective is there has been I wouldn't say footage, but there's been documentation either verbal or whatever that there have been the airplane had sealed windows you know the airplane was seen flying right before it hit the building and there was no windows it was uh just you know pilot windows and all the passenger windows were sealed which passenger flights don't flights don't have sealed windows so that makes you know absolutely no sense and then I'm just going to loosely cover some of the things that were said and then I'll kind of cover the theory and then I'll smack it down at the end you know so the airplane windows was one there was another discussion about uh, the plane that hit the pentagon Um, there was footage showing the so when you have an airplane and it takes off behind it for where it's burning fuel and spitting out what it's burning it leaves a wind pattern a rotation a spiral of wind it moves a certain way depending on what you're talking about a bullet leaves a vapor an air vapor trail that you can see if it's moving slow enough slow-mo obviously so airplanes do those things Well, also rockets anything with a propeller or speed that's going to break through sound like that is going to have you know a ripple effect in the air. Well, the footage of the Pentagon being hit, the one footage that got leaked, which was a weird angle, showed a rocket or showed what looked like a, a gust of air go by, which could have either be burned from a plane or burned from a rocket. <sighs> Conspiracy experts obviously have a different theory. They believe it's a rocket. America sent a rocket to the Pentagon to attack. Make it seem like a plane. They also, the theory behind that, or the reason behind that is because of the vapor trails like I'm discussing. uh, It spun wrong. Now, I don't know nothing about these things. I know nothing. I'm stupid. But experts say the way the wind was spinning behind it and the way everything was moving behind it, air, dust, all of it, an airplane doesn't do that, for one. For two, an airplane doesn't fly that low. So the theory on the Pentagon is it was a rocket. Now, the theory on the the two towers also were were terrorist activities. Obviously, hijacked a plane. I guess I'll recap: terrorists hijacked a plane, took the people on the plane, crashed it into the building, took down two buildings plus all the people on the plane. That's what happened. And the conspiracy theories are saying that America did this on their own. They call it the the red flag campaign or a false flag campaign. Now, it's been discussed. I'll cover it in a different episode. But it has been mentioned over the years that America has done these false flags or red flag type campaigns. Which is basically, we make, we say we're fighting a country. And... America doesn't want you to fight, you know, all the citizens back, you know, they're voting, all your constituents, you know, everyone you're dealing with, everyone that's not in power, the, the country itself, the people, their voice, their voice is power, but they're not actually pushing buttons. You have to listen to them and they don't want war. So how do you make war happen? You get someone to attack you, to piss you off to where you make war. So that's supposedly what the the false flag and the red flag campaigns are, is when a country attacks itself as another country, acting as if it was another country, to have the excuse to go attack the country. So this happened in 2001. I was in eighth grade, I believe. That time, we were... Oil prices were fairly high. We needed oil... We I mean, needed copper, nickel, silver. I mean, every element you could think of. It's it's in Iraq. It's in you know Saudi Arabia. It's in all these you know Egypt. It's in all these Middle Eastern countries. It's 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 in that whole part of town. It's all these elements. They're just waiting because no one really. I mean, it's all desert. You find it, you find it. So, so now you take a country that has what we want, and then you take a country like us that likes to take things that we want. Just not get in trouble for them. So you gotta, you basically gotta be attacked by another country. So that's what they, the theory is, and these are all people that are against the war. And I try not to pick sides. I'm pretty new. I honestly, I could care less. Fight, don't fight. Take it, don't take it. I, I really don't care. Live, live, die, whatever. <laughs> Go to sleep. I could care less what anybody does. Um, uh, but I do understand the feeling of someone wronging you and you wanting retaliation. And yeah, I mean, I think that's the very human basis. I mean, that's what makes all of us all, you know, us. No one wants to be wrong. No one wants to be disrespected, things like that. So we set up a fake disrespect and there you go. Send a pilot and maybe parachute it out. Maybe it was computerized. Who knows? You know, those aren't, I'm not that deep into the conspiracy. It's just interesting. Um, interesting that there's so many answers that are answers. I mean, they're all plausible answers. It's just not possible. You know what I mean? Like, you can have a correct answer. You can have an answer that is the answer. It That's it. That's what happened. But it can still be unplausible. And that's how I feel. I feel like all of this is possible. I do not put it past our country. If I was in charge, I would do it you kidding me? If I wanted fucking whatever, name a country. If I wanted their shit, if I wanted France's shit, I'm going to go take it. If I'm America, I'm going to go take it. And if you don't want to give it up, we all dying. You know what I mean? Like, that's why I'm not in charge. That's why I don't have power, because I'm abused. Power corrupts, absolutely, right? Or absolute power corrupts, absolutely. Well, a little bit of power will corrupt me. Don't worry. So, also, the... The final, the final theory, um, or not theory, but the final interesting thing, which is, this is probably the, next to the, the rocket wind, which is interesting, this is probably the most interesting thing to me, out of all of it. All of the rest of it's all bullshit to me. It's it's interesting conversation. I, I don't think it's happened. You know, obviously I don't think it happened, but uh, the theory about the jet fuel, so... An airplane uses, I believe it's jet fuel. I was going to say rocket fuel. Uh, so jet fuel, I believe. Whatever fuel they use. Sorry, I'm a little bit of a dummy. But whatever jet fuel they use, I'm sorry, whatever fuel they use, it's uh, it only burns at a certain temperature. And metal only melts at a certain temperature. So the interesting thing was the building like construction people have said that the 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 God damn, the beams so stupid right now the beams that hold up a building melt at let's throw out a number I'm just going to throw out a number 10,000 degrees stupid number but I'm just going to throw it out there let's say the 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 metal melts at 10,000 and the fuel in the plane only hits 5,000 that this is the theory people have said so now that fuel hits the building, sets fire and starts working its way from the top floor or whatever floor it hit down and it's melting everything. And this is how the building imploded, which in the movies, buildings never implode unless they they had to actively try to implode. If you hit a building or blow it up, it's going to fall sideways for the most part. So the imploding is interesting, but it also could be designed like that, being that it's a skyscraper. Some skyscrapers are designed to where if things happen it does implode instead of tip but that's a whole nother thing i know nothing about and then they also had the fact that uh the footage showed if you're looking at the buildings i believe is the first building you can see things exploding in each floor so the building the building got hit let's say 50 25 you see an explosion 20 you see an explosion 18 and this I did see on the footage. This is one of the theories. I don't agree with their theory. But I agree the footage was there. And I can't explain why there were explosions. in different floors. But I'm not an engineer. There could be a million reasons why. Who knows what's on those floors. Who knows the way the generators work. Every, all the generators could have popped. Once the building fucking had hit an earthquake. I mean it's New York that I don't think they even have earthquakes. So I mean there's. a Tons of different little things. That could have justified that. But doesn't mean it's not interesting. Not true, but doesn't mean it's not interesting. <laughs> so yeah, I mean those are the the vague theories. I'm like I said I'm not deep enough into it to cover it too too deep and, and a lot of the stuff. I mean, podcasting by myself is is fun, but it's it's hard to pull out all the information I know. Like I feel like I have a lot to cover on this, but it's so much easier to cover when I'm bouncing off of somebody else. Uh so I'm sorry if I'm not spitting out everything I feel like I know. I feel like I'm not. But th- those are the bullet points of what people hit me with. And they still hit me with it. I still have friends. Well, I guess they're not friends. But I still have <laughs> coworkers and people I've dealt with that, you know, discuss this all the time. that it was a setup. It was a blah. It was a this. It was a that. You know, and, you know, those are probably flat earthers also. One and the same. But yeah, you know, I didn't want to get too deep into it. It's, it's, I know it was so long ago, but it's still a sad thing. It's, it's, it's still, still sad and, and it's, it angers me a lot. Like, just remember, like, <laughs> I'm glad the people that were in charge at the time were in charge because if it was me, I would have, that whole country, I would have wiped off the face of the earth. I mean, you do that to us, like, but that's me. I'm not, I'm not, like, if you slap me, I punch you. You know what I mean? Like, I escalate. If you poke me, I break your arm. Like, so, if you bomb my buildings, I eradicate your entire country. You know what I mean? You're, like, it's gone. We'll just, we'll scoot Africa over. Europe can scoot down. Russia, scoot over. You know? Get some more land. Stretch your legs. There's plenty of room for everybody. But that's me, you know. But luckily we didn't do that because, you know, there's a lot of people over there that are have nothing to do with what's going on and what's been going on. And saying that kind of stuff, it's it's not realistic. I mean, of course you want to, you know, flatten the whole country. But there's so many people out there that are just trying to fucking get water. You know what I mean? This is just the very basis of survival. Just water, food, and shelter. And they can't even do that without heads getting cut off, being blown up, robbed, destroyed, and then we're bombing things. And it's just, it's a crazy situation. But, uh, it is where we are, you know. Hopefully, hopefully things get a little bit better. But I'm a veer off. <laughs> I'm not, I feel like I got a little too political there for a second in this. I don't like getting political at all because honestly, I just, I just don't care. It's so boring. Politics are so boring to me. But, uh, the things they do are interesting, you know, like I said, next week is going to be really interesting with uh, the Bohemian Grove, like I said, is going to be, uh, it's going to be one for the books, um, so yeah, I didn't want to get too deep into that, we'll go ahead and do, uh, I guess we'll cut over to some headlines and uh, see where we go from there. How's it going, everybody? I just want to talk to you today about uh, SwiftLifestyles.com. SwiftLifestyles.com uh, is offering 15% off to all my customers, all my listeners, everybody out there. If you hear my voice, you're getting 15% off the entire website. Uh, using promo code STEAL67, like you're stealing something, six, seven. That is the promo code to get yourself 15% off. Now what that website is going to give you. They have drinks that will help you react, focus, and energize. They have vitamins for your brain, good for boosting. They come in pill and gummy form. They also have gear, clothing, t-shirts, I mean hoodies. Whatever you need, you name it, they got it. Shakers will hook you up for your protein shakes. They got three different sizes for that. So you don't always have to have a huge shake if you want something small. Not too bad. Uh, The drinks are non-chalky, and they have no weird flavor residue at the end, which is amazing. I've been using them for quite a while. Uh, I'm a very intense gamer. I like to stay up all night, and I need something that's going to kind of get me there. Also, when I like to go to the gym, it's a good pre-workout. You get that uh, first little drink, and you get the blue raspberry, and you're golden. Uh, But anyways, we'll go ahead and let you try out that promo code STEAL67 at swiftlifestyles.com. Go ahead and get you that 15% off, and we'll catch you later. All right, well, with that being said, let me go ahead and uh, veer off to something a little different. Um, <laughs> man, uh, I was thinking of one of my friends the other day. Uh, one of my friends had passed away a couple of years ago. Yeah, um, I don't want to delve too deep into into that and you know him being gone and things like that but uh yeah sorry (laughs) just thinking about it made me a little sad for a second um so yeah um so many stories with this guy um (laughs) so one of the times i'll tell you one that was pretty funny uh i just want to get this on record just just so i have so i can you know it's good memories but i'm not going to name any names uh just a vague story um if you know if you were there you know who you are so yeah uh i guess i'll start in the beginning (laughs) weird weird scenario of things but uh i guess i'll start in the middle so my friend decided to come up to me uh one day we were at school this is high school um we're at school and he's like hey man uh you know i met this chick She's got a friend, you know, yada, yada, you know, she's going to come in town. They're from, you know, an hour, 45 minutes town over a couple towns over. And we're from a small town. They're from a smaller town. Um, So he's going to hang out with this chick, and He's like, you know, Hey, you know, she's going to, she has a friend. And I mentioned her to you mentioned your name. And then her friend was like, Oh, you know, I went to elementary school with a Ramon and, you know, they got into the conversation and realized that this is the chick that I knew from first grade. Like, this is junior year, high school in a totally different town than where I knew this chick in first. Like, it's like small world stuff happens all the time. But that shit blew my mind. I couldn't believe it. I was like, get the fuck out of here. And and she wants to hang out. Like, what are the odds? Like, so. That was the the weird little start of it. And then, you know, so we decided this is a uh, I want to say this is my first I would consider guys trip, like just like not family, not adults, like just guys, just, you know, 16, 17, 18 year old dudes, you know, running the world, you know, at least we felt like it back then. So me, my uh, it was me, my buddy and then my other friend. uh decided to go uh he always hangs with he, you know he's good for a good time so he rolled with us um the problem is it's an hour drive we had an s10 truck which is if you don't know what an s10 is it it's a baby it's a miata with a tail bed so it's a two-seater in the front uh y'all don't know me but i'm six two like 250 260 so i take up room um my buddy next to me is not the smallest, but he has to drive, so there's no room in the middle. And it's a stick shift, so there's definitely no room in the middle. So my third buddy or the second buddy that came with us had to stay in the back. It's almost wintertime in Oklahoma at this point. He's in the back. And I'm there's a little there's a little window, right? That feeds from the front to the back, the little baby window, right? So we're feeding him things. He's he's back there freezing. But he don't mind. He's got a blanket, he's got uh he had beer. Like we at the time we were smoking, so he he smoked a little bit, and then and then we uh oh we took Xannies. It was the first time I ever took Xanax. Oh my god, who Xanax and smoking weed and drinking? Oh man, I was done. I, I was twisted, but that's a whole later part of the story. Um, so yeah, he's back there. We had all taken Xannies uh before we left, smoked a little bit, so we're all feeling good, ripe for the drive. Um. <laughs> he got hungry. So I opened the little window, and I had a, a pecan pie, pecan pie, however you say pecans or pecans. Aunt, aunt, tomato, tomato, potato, potato. Um, I handed him the pie, and he's like, fuck yeah. So he's barefisting fisting this pecan pecan pie. I don't even remember how to say it now. Straight to the face. Just calm, crawl him straight to the face. We're on the highway though. Wind, all this shit going on. I look back 10 minutes later. It's everywhere. His blanket's covered. His face. His beanie. His ears. It's coming out of his nose. And he's just shoving more in. Just laughing his ass off. Like, it's so fucking funny. I mean, if you knew the guy, it's he's he's so funny. So that was just the drive out there. And then we get out there. And this was supposed to be two days, I think. Friday, Saturday. And then head back. To be honest, I've I remember two or three hours of the whole weekend. I was, I mean, it was the first time I'd ever taken Xanax, which it's known for memories loss. And then, you know, the weed and the drinking and geez, oh, staying is, ah, oh, it was just, it was so much. But so we get there, you know, meet up with the chicks. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is crazy. We know each other. Like, it's fucking weird. Do all that awkwardness. Um, from there I remember doing more Xanax and maybe smoking a joint. I really don't remember. And then it kind of gets a little hazy from there. Uh I think we partied at the one of the chick's house that night, you know. Did did what we did, you know what young kids do. Protected of course, you know. I had my gun. <laughs> Just kidding. I had a cover on my gun. Um So that was the first night. Second I'm trying to remember even eating. I don't think I ate this whole... It's so fucking spattered. But the shit I remember is fucking hilarious. So, I want to say we stayed in a hotel. So, the next day, the girls met us at our hotel. So, it's us three dudes, and it's only two beds in the hotel. I don't think we stayed there. I think we just went there to shower and stuff. So, we're hanging, watching TV. The girls show up. And my first bud is, is a little wild. I mean, I'm wild, but I'm in, I'm with two other guys that compete on who's more wild. And I have trouble competing. Let me put it that way. Uh, so my one buddy has a chick. And, you know, we're all just sitting in bed. You know, none of us are doing, you know, three in one bed, two in one bed, just watching TV. Next thing you know, my buddy starts, you know, he's having sex with a chick, which is whatever. I've, guys are guys. It doesn't bother me. I've seen how many chicks sleep or dudes have sex right next to me. Um, so, yeah, he starts doing whatever. They're under the blanket. So, we're looking. We're like, hey, get the fuck out of here. Like, we're trying to watch a movie. So, he he went from the bed to the bathroom. And then they were gone. I mean, we watched probably the whole movie. And then my buddy that stayed behind <laughs> decided to go to the bathroom and they're in the bathtub having sex. Like, sloshing water everywhere. So, this is the third time my same buddy, everywhere he goes in this hotel room, like, he went to the bed, they were having sex. He tried to go to the bathroom, they were having sex. He was going to take a shower, they are in the shower having sex. So, he just, like, you had to been there, but his face was like, what the fuck? Everywhere I go, someone's fucking. Like, where am I supposed to go that there's not someone fucking? I don't want to be fucked. Like, I just want to sit down. Like, he just wanted to take a shit, I think. And there was... <laughs> A lot of fucking going on, and I don't know what the hell is going on. It was just funny. My my friend, uh, so hard not saying names, but yeah, it was just so funny. So yeah, that that's kind of how that day went. And then you know, another night of partying. You know, same old shit. And then we head back. Like I said, I wish I had more stories. I just I can't remember them all. That's just the vague. The, the pie shit was so I can still picture. It. it was. I mean, this was twenty twenty years ago. Easy sixteen, so eighteen years ago. I'm 34 now. It's so funny. And then (laughs) he's like, they're fucking everywhere. That shit was so funny. Um, Oh, my buddy, I told you, the buddy that was having sex everywhere, I told you it's not weird for me to notice, like for him to have sex around me. And I say that because we, I actually hooked up with a chick once. (laughs) It's so weird to think of. And it's it's only I only appreciate it now because my buddy's dead so it's like a good memory even though it's a weird memory but in high school I used to have I had the whole top floor I had a two-story house I mean don't be impressed it was shitty second floor was almost falling through the living room but the second floor was built on by the people before us so the second floor was just a room and it was just my room that's it so I had it decked out like I had two TVs I mean liquor cat I had all kinds of crazy shit but I also had my king bed facing one way and then i had a couch that had a bed in it so when people got too fucked up or wanted to hang out or whatever or if girls came over and my buddy needed a bed i had a couch bed for that so my buddy i'm in my bed with my girl my buddy's in the couch bed which is basically the lower part of the l if my bed made the top part and his part his bed made the lower he's the l shape I don't know if y'all have pets or anything like that if y'all've ever had like a dog sniff up your ass or a cold nose on your feet or anything like that that's it's it's weird. So, I'm doing my thing and I start feeling someone tickling my feet. <laughs> which is so weird cuz it's pitch black. It's not like we're the room's lit up. It's it's a pitch black room and I know where she is. I know where I am. Who touched my feet? You know what I mean like And I I hate feet. I'm not a feet person don't touch my feet. I won't touch your eagle claws. You know, nothing. I won't even touch them to cut them off. Okay, maybe that's about it. But, so, needless to say, I lost all motivation. And then the laughter kicks in because I realize what's happening. And he's still doing his thing while tickling my feet. And it just, it's so weird, but it's so fucking hilarious. Like, if you knew the guy, it's just so fucking hilarious. (laughs) is is too much. I I told my friends that stuff and they they could not believe it. Uh but I mean we used to do so much. I could go for days. I mean, not even the same guy. I mean, he's one of them, but we had one night. I mean, all of us got fucked up and I'm sure this is going to sound a little heterosexual or sorry, homosexual. It's heterosexual is straight, right? I can't get them all right. Uh homophobic, I guess. But uh we got so drunk one night, uh, my junior year, I think, we decided to... It started as a pain tolerance thing, and then it became a little weird. Well, not weird, but telling the story is weird. It was normal, but we got so fucked up once, we were trying to see who could tolerate nipple piercings. So we pierced, it was like five or six... of We did this over like three different parties, you know, throughout years. We used to pierce our nipples. And I had them for... I probably had them for six months until... You know, I started uh, in football. I got him ripped out twice. Excuse me. Um, I got him ripped out once in football practice because I played O-line. And the defender grabbed my chest. I'm sorry, I was playing D-line. The, the offensive lineman grabbed my chest, the steering wheel. And he grabbed the nipple ring and tried to steer me and literally ripped out half of it. So that sucked. And then bench press. I was doing bench press and my shirt. My thumb caught my shirt. And my shirt was stuck on the nipple ring and ripped my nipple. Uh, it, was, it was horrible. It was horrible. It was fucking horrible. And none of them ripped out completely. So it was all half rips. So it just sucked. But I pierced. I didn't even tell you what we pierced with. We used safety pins. I don't know if you ever pierced something with a safety pin. It doesn't work. It, and I had no knowledge of nipples. I didn't know that you could fuck it up. I know this now. I learned this a couple of years ago. If you pierce a nipple incorrectly, it could either be permanently hard or permanently soft for the rest of your life, which I got lucky. I didn't run into those issues because I pierced both of them three times. But, yeah. So, yeah, we did that. It was more of a – for me, it was a pain thing. Like, I'm not a pussy. I'll do it. You know kids are in high school. Like, oh, I'll do it. I'm not a bitch. Blah, blah, blah. I'll jump from whatever. You know, I jumped from the – I jumped from the second-story building, from the library, second-story, to the first floor. Fucking broke my foot just because someone was like, you want to do it? Didn't even hesitate. Just jumped. And boom. Foot was black for six months. Still went to football. But craziness. Just fucking crazy. Oh, and I didn't even tell you the funniest part of this whole thing. We didn't use a needle. I told you safety pins, right? Do you know... How not strong a safety pin is? I... (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, just thinking of it. (laughs) Ah, bro. I, I bent one. 45 degree angles. It's a straight needle. Sorry, it's not a needle. It's a straight whatever the fuck. It might as well have been a paper clip. But I literally bent it 45 degrees. It was a perfect right angle on my buddy's nipple. So I'm holding on the other side, pushing through. And I pushed so hard, I bent it in half. And then he still had to go through it again because he still had to get it done. We all did it. He can't be a bitch. He'd be a pussy all night. Or he'd just have to be beer bitch. I'd have to make him drink. And oh my God. Drinking games. Let me write that down. That is going to be a whole fucking episode in itself. Drinking? You kidding me? Y'all want to hear stories about drinking? I have years of it. My whole high school is littered with it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Oh, man. I can't. I can't. I can still see his face when, when I bent that thing. It was so funny. Uh, but, yeah, we got it in there. Um, I'm the only one that had to deal with the rips, uh, the nipples, the the piercing being ripped out. From what I know, everyone else just kind of got bored. But it was funny. When, you know, you'd be in class and you're talking to a chick or whatever and be like, oh, yeah, I got my nipples pierced. You're like, oh, let me see. <laughs> you raise your shirt and it's a fucking safety pin. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. And then I had a safety pin in the other one. The other one, I don't know if you've ever seen like a hair beret, but some safety pins have like little animals on it. I had a little ducky. So my left nipple had a, <laughs> had a safety pin with a little ducky on it. It was fucking hilarious. I'd be in math class or geography or something. Fucking show somebody my little ducky nipple is fucking hilarious. Uh but I'm gonna go ahead and say don't do that at home, kids. Don't try it at home. Make sure I stay out of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, before we uh start headlines, um I do wanna shout out a couple of my uh my homies. My uh in Call of Duty it's called my clan. So Don't cancel me. It's not that kind of clan. But uh, my clan of players of video games, that clan. So when I say clan, that's what I'm talking about. But my clan, uh, the Nugs, we're called Nugs. Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, I just wanted to shout them out. I just wanted to kind of, sorry, I'm stuttering. I was trying to think what I wanted to say about them. But um, I just wanted to say their names, just kind of shout them out. If anybody's on uh, PlayStation, give them a check. Uh, some of them are on Twitch uh, If you want to check out ATX juggalo 45 He is on Twitch That is uh, one of my homies Check him out on Playstation Send him an invite He'll uh, he'll run some uh, Warzone with you Things like that uh, My other homie Known this guy a long time uh, Killer Bondsman Is uh, another savage in, the, in them streets I mentioned him in episode 1 But he will get it done If anybody needs help uh, He'll run some Warzone That boy is always on so check out Killer Um uh, another one of my homies. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of what his name is right now. It used to be White Boy, spelled weirdly because he's fancy. Um, there it is. <laughs> his name is Major E and then Rection. So it's Major Erection, rection is his name. And then my other friend is actually Dixie. Normus. Dixie Normous. <laughs> so either one of those guys, y'all yeah, want to follow uh, major erection, send them an invite. Uh none of them, on, only ATX Juggalo45 is on Twitch. So check him out. He will uh he will set you up right. Uh but yeah, check out my other boys. Uh they're out there in the streets always playing though. They'll hook you up, they'll tell you what to do. I just I just want to shout them out. You know, this is my this is my podcast. I do whatever the fuck I want. I want to shout people out, I shout them out. You know, I don't give a fuck. If I want to waste my time. It is what it is. Also, um, I also guess I'll shout out my brother's stream. Also, or oh, he doesn't have a stream yet, but uh, German Recon. is also another one you can check out. He's never on, but if he's on, check him out. Send him uh send him an invite. Those are—I'm just trying to give you all good players to play with. Like I said, if y'all are in uh, y'all are in that war zone, check him out. They'll hook you up. But yeah, thank you for your time. I just want to spit that out. But uh, let's get back to the show. All right, welcome back from the commercial. Just kidding. All right, uh, headlines today. Well, I guess it's not headlines. It's more stories that interest me um, <laughs> or that I came across. Um, this one I saw. All right, guys. Uh, this one is definitely going to make you cringe a little. It did me. So uh, you can fast forward if you need. Uh, but don't. This one I saw. It was a uh, man accidentally injects penis with insulating foam and DIY erectile dysfunction treatment gone wrong. Yeah. 45-year-old man, name unknown, <laughs> injected insulation foam in his penis to keep it hard. Ow! Are you fucking kidding me? Wow. says here, guess this happened in November. <laughs> it says here, 45-year-old man had been inserting various objects into his urethra for a while to help with his ED. But I guess supposedly on this occasion it's saying... <laughs> it says, his partner, so this is uh, two dudes, should have had a better idea. Between the two guys, one of them should have known insulation film is not a good idea. But it says here, he and his partner thought it would be a good idea to use a straw attached to a bottle of weatherproofing spray. Now, I'm going to stop there. Why, I understand, I can't even say I understand, but I do understand. I understand the need to stick a straw up your urethra. I hate that word. I can't say it correctly. Up your pee hole. I understand the need for it. Get it hard. I know the kink. You know, there's a lot of, you know, in, insertion play with the penis. I, I understand it. It's not my thing. I Ow. Very sensitive there. But I understand that some guys need that. But uh, weatherproofing spray? Seriously? And why is your straw attached to the weatherproofing spray? Okay, use the WD-40 straw. Use the, the the fucking Sonic straw. Go to fucking Starbucks and get one of the paper straws. At least maybe it'll break down later if it gets stuck. But why use a straw that's still attached to a product that is... Ah, it's, oh man, it's just... I don't know if you've ever dealt with... Like weatherproofing foam, it's it's like insulation spray. It it comes out hot, so it it comes it comes out small, spreads to huge, and is boiling hot in the meantime. So in injecting that into your penis is gonna it, it, ow. It's gonna destroy everything. Like it makes no goddamn sense. Like I'm all for kink. You know, smack me, kick me, whatever, punch me in the face, you know, spit on my chest. <laughs> well, whatever. I'm all for whatever you want to do. But don't, don't put, ah, don't put anything on my hole. Like, what the fuck? It's so crazy. Oh, but so the story is saying, it says, they put the straw in, and it says, Unfortunately, his partner then inadvertently pressed the button deploying the foam and screamed, Oh no. I think that's a lie. I think these guys were having some freaky night of sex, decided he couldn't get it up anymore. Metal wasn't working. Whatever. I don't know if he's shoving ramen up there. That's why I was saying it's so flaccid, but whatever he's shoving up there is not keeping it hard. And I feel like there's better ideas than foam. But I, I just, I I couldn't even imagine this happening to me. Like, I couldn't imagine doing it and then just, ah. Oh, like, there's no, and there's no way they didn't do this on purpose. Like, they did. The, this is a fucking gerbil incident. Can't think of his name right now. Uh, celebrity, but <laughs> this is a gerbil incident. They basically had a kink where he wanted the pain of doing that and the the pain and pleasure of doing that, and it was unreversible. They couldn't pull it, scrape it out. It went into his bladder. It went beyond the peel. It filled his bladder with foam. Like that means nothing works. Like it's all stuck. I mean, <laughs> like it. That's what it does. It stops everything. So, like, get it fixed immediately, guys. And I don't believe that you inadvertently did it i think you did it on purpose and then you were like oh people are gonna think we're weird let's go ahead and i don't know say it was an accident you know it's pretty normal peels and stuff things get shoved in there all the time i've had one for 34 years never shoved a thing in there but you know maybe i should try some uh weatherproofing spray what else we got here it says uh ooh said things went very, very wrong. The foam went up his urethra, filling the entire thing and even filling up his bladder, like I said. the word Oh no, this guy's an idiot. The man didn't seek medical attention for three weeks, at which point he was forced to go to the emergency room. He was peeing blood. What? How do you go three weeks without going to the bathroom? I mean, if he's, i mean i'm trying to imagine the amount of pee like going around this blockage you have there's there's no fucking way there's no fucking way it's crazy then like uh what else see the man had an extreme urethral strict stricture disease so he had oh he had the Ugh, what an idiot so this man had a disease to begin with, where his urethra tube, his straw, his pee hole straw within his penis, that's already there, not the one he injected, is smaller than it's supposed to be. And then this happened on top of it's like having a like a super, I don't know, it's like having a super tight badge and just shoving a truck up there. Like what the fuck? What was your problem? Like this is hurting my head. I, I don't understand. Like what country are these guys from? These guys, I'm German, but these guys have got to be German. I mean, <laughs> I mean, this has got to be a German thing. I mean, it's not saying let's see urology case reports. I don't fucking know if these people are German. I don't know what the fuck to say. And I'm sorry to the German people. I was born in Germany, Mannheim, Baden-Württemberg. You know, so don't don't kill me. I can say it. You know what I mean? If I was Italian, then I could say beep. If I was beep, then I could say beep. You know what I mean? But, you know, not going <laughs> to go in there. But uh, I'm German. I can say it. It's okay. I know all about them shiza of videos. Uh, let's see here. They were able to remove it from the bladder. Well, that's good. Uh, there's still some left in his penis. Oh, no way. So they were able to take it out of his bladder. The little bit that they couldn't scrape. Ow. Scrape out of their penis. His penis they had to cut out. So they were forced to, oh, no way. So three weeks after the procedure, they had to cut it out because he couldn't pee. Oh, no way. So yeah, they had to cut, (laughs) they had to cut through his perineum to reach it. Oh my God. Ah, I want to say that's your gooch area. Or the... Fuck, I don't know. I'm a dude. I don't know these parts. I'm a dummy. Let's just stick with that. Balloon and dummy. Perineum, let's just say it's the asshole. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. So, yeah, that's how that story ended. They fixed them. Or they're fixing him. I mean, this is in November, so they're still working on it. But I guess... I guess you can't do those kind of things without being considered crazy. Because it says he can't even have the next surgery he needs until man needs to go undergo mental health issue he might have mental health issue he will have to undergo a psychological evaluation before reconstructive surgery would move forward are you kidding me so man has penis man stuffs weather proofing spray a penis man destroys penis man has penis fixed Doctors will not completely fix penis because man will stick more weatherproofing spray in penis once fixed. <laughs> I mean, that's the that's what they're saying. They basically they want to do a psychological evaluation on this man before they're gonna fix him. Like that's so fucked up. Fix his penis, bro. If it was a finger, okay. It's his penis, bro, and he uses it. Obviously he uses it. Look at this story. I mean, they use it. He had he used it so much, his urethra was scarred smaller yeah they get down in them sheets fucking crazy fucking crazy people are nuts I, I could imagine so with that story being said i guess i'm gonna head to walmart and you know buy some weatherproof and spray <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah uh, last thing i want to cover um nothing important just interesting uh story well not interesting but awesome for me, but, uh, I recently went to, uh, go gambling, um, a couple months ago in Oklahoma or last month. Uh, I grew up there, so gambling's nothing new, but, uh, I have zero luck when it comes to gambling, but bro, I went to Oklahoma and for four days, I was an absolute savage. I fucking first, first night I hit 1200 on a, I accidentally bet fifty dollars on one spin. I thought I was betting five, but I hit max bet on five and Max bet on five times however many whatever it was fucking fifty bucks. Boom jackpot first time I ever hit jackpot I had to pay taxes on it or have to pay taxes on it not yet because it was literally January 1st but uh I gotta pay taxes on it next year. but I had already lost that money so I won that money probably over the next day you know the rest of that night i won some lost some and the next day we went to another casino lost some went to another casino won some lost some so i that money was gone you know the 1200 it was 1400 i won took out taxes they paid me a thousand cash i lost it i mean so i went there with 300 dollars cash and then they the three casinos had given me free money to come play and that was probably about $400 across the three casinos. So, with the $400 they gave me and the $300 I came with, I was doing pretty good. Uh, third night comes, it's off and on, kind of breaking even. And we were only supposed to stay. We were originally supposed to stay for four nights. And last second, we kind of chose to do, let's see. It was Sunday. I'm sorry, we are supposed to stay, so it was... Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. My bad. So we were supposed to stay five days, six days, and we stay. We're gonna. Ended up deciding to stay five, and at the last second things happened, and we decided to stay the sixth. We had the room for free the way they gave us a room. Me and my girl got rooms for free to drive. That's why we went. The rooms were free. They gave us free money. I mean, it was like one hundred and fifty bucks to gamble. So it's like I'm on my way. Uh. So yeah, the things kind of go back and forth, and then. Man, that last night, uh, because we decided to say, if we would have left when we had planned on leaving, I would have left with like a hundred bucks in my pocket. Probably Not even, I probably would have left under. I probably would have left leaving because I pulled out money out of my ATM. So I lost. I lost the thousand I won. I lost, I mean, this is, you can't say it's all after because I lost a lot before I won the thousand, but I, I lost the thousand. I spent the three and I, Spent the four-something the casinos got, and I took out another three out of my ATM. So, if you just look at it from one side, I lost all that at one point. You know, got up, got down, got up, got down. At one point, the money's gone. Uh, Last night, we decided to stay. We're at the casino that we're staying at, um, that we're sleeping at. We hang out at my friend's house, decide, we're you know, we're just going to gamble. We go at, like, 11 at night. So, we start gambling at 11. My girl's having okay luck, you know, getting frustrated, whatever. I mean, we go separate, but she disappears. You know, I talked to her on the phone. I feel like she's not downstairs. She's saying she is. Eh, it's debatable. So I go up. I go check on her because I just started hitting. Like, I was on fire. I, I put 40 bucks in a machine. 410 minutes, put another 40 in 405 minutes, just boom, boom I was just tagging this machine So I went and got her, because I knew she was up there Uh, Went up there, she was up there about to get ready For bed, I grabbed her, I threw a couple hundred On the bed, I was like, here, I just want it I was like, spend this, gave her like Two or three hundred, we went back down as a team Started cleaning House boy, I was Left, right, left, right, I was just punching These machines out, and then she's coming over Hit this, she hit that She hit this and then, you know, you lose 40 here, you gain six there, you lose 200 here, you gain 40. Like, it's just up, down, left, right. Then we go to the high, root, high stakes. Like, it got so crazy. I had, like, thousands in my pocket. Because I would basically, when you cash out of the machine, it gives you a paper ticket. You take to an ATM, it gives you cash. So I would rack up all them paper tickets in my pocket and then just keep feeding the machine. Even if I'm playing the same machine, I would pull out the ticket and pay, put a fresh hundred in. And then that way, when I went to the ATM, I would just have a stack of whatever—I don't know how much it is—and they just cash me out whatever. So I just kept doing that. So I would just hand her stacks, like because I didn't want to leave the table a lot of times. So she would just leave, come to me, and I would hand her stacks of paper, and then she would bring me back the cash. So she'd come back like eighteen hundred, whatever. So it got so wild. I had thousands in my pocket. She had a thousand or so in her pocket. So we're just—if we played a machine, it was a hundred dollars in. That's it. We're burning a hundred. We're playing the machine till the hundred's gone. Next machine, put a hundred in. We're playing the machine till the hundred's gone or till we're up. Like we were straight, like high rollers. Like we were, we were hitting so hard, so good that we were fucking high rollers by the end of that. We were 100, 100 minimum. I didn't bet nothing below 100. Went to the high, high stakes room, started losing, started taking my money back. So we left the high stakes room. There's this game called Wheel of Fortune that me and her like to play, it's a couples game. Uh, there's a lot of games now in the casinos that are couples games. And they're like, it's a big bench seat, big enough for two people. You both sit. And then on the left side, it has my button for max bet. And then on her side, it has her button for max bet or repeat bet, whatever. So we, we you pick the bet, and then you go, my turn, her turn, my turn, my turn. You know, whatever, whatever the case is. You go back and forth, whatever the rotation is. We have a weird way of rotating. It's, it's my scheme. I'm not going to tell you, but it's the way I do things. And it seems to work for us. We always play this game. We always put 100. It's $10 a spin. So off $100 you're going to get 10 spins. It's risky, but it's always fun. It usually works out. So this time we got down. So, you know, she spun and then I spun. Yada yada, back and forth we went down, we went up 30 bucks, down 80, up 30, you know, kept moving. We got to the last spin, the last $10. And it fucking spun, it spun again. And then the last one spun, and it was the golden buzzer. It was a fucking golden wheel of fortune spin. It went to the bonus round ding, ding, ding. Next spin, bing, bing, bing. Next spin, bing, bing, bing. Next thing you know, it kept bells and whistles are going off. We hit a $1, thousand, thousand six bucks off a of ten dollar or a hundred dollars. Me and her together hit a thousand. So now she's got that was hers because I told her I didn't want it so she won on that i hit the button but she that was all her she picked it her money bada bing so she now she's doing good i got money in my pocket she's got money in her pocket so now we're killing we're playing craps we're playing fucking this blackjack we're fucking running around we're hitting machines uh rev up machines we're just ba- i mean it was crazy the shit we were hitting i mean i could just keep going we were, we were hitting so i it, it got to one point i had three machines. I was playing three machines at once. I put a $100 in all three machines. I was sitting in the middle playing max bet on all three, which was like $3 a spin, $5 a spin. And I got all three of them to bonus round at the same time. It's hard to get one bonus round. I got all three at fucking once. I was sitting there. I had to take a picture. I was like, I know they're about to kick us out because we were just massacring this place. So in the end, we go back to the hotel room because we had to drive back to Texas from there. It's an eight we had to check out at 11. It was, we gambled till nine in the morning. We had to force ourselves to go to sleep because we were hitting so hard. Slept for an hour and then drove the eight hours back home. It was insane. But I came in with $500 spent of my own money. Well, the 300 was gifted to me for Christmas, so that wasn't even my money to begin with. So I maybe lost 400 of my own money truly. And then I left with 1,500 stacks. It's on my Instagram. Y'all check it out. I left with 15. She left with, she found another five when she got home. So she left with almost two grand. So needless to say, we came out that bitch happy. It it was fucking awesome. But I'm I'm ready to go again. I'd go fucking right now if I could. Fucking insane. But if y'all ever get a chance, check it out. Tulsa, Oklahoma, they got some of the best casinos. That's where I grew up it's where it's at. No one, no one likes going out that way, but I'm telling you, Oklahoma is where it's at. They got, they got the, they got the casinos, but I'm trying to make a trip to Louisiana now. Uh, I've never been there. Um, trying to get some of that grub, trying to get some of that money from them casinos. And It's only about five and a half hours. So, you know, I might knock it out one of these weekends, but we'll see how it goes. It's definitely not a trip I'm gonna make on my own, but I guess I'm gonna wrap it up. I appreciate y'all joining me today. Um, Y'all have any questions? Uh, I think I have everything set up. Text, uh, you know, text through the through Anchor, text through Spotify. I mean, send me an, an email. Uh, I don't mind. Uh, I'll put my email if it's not on here. I'll put it on the website or whatever. Uh, I will be creating a website for this uh, also, so that all of my stuff will be on there. You know, sorry, I haven't got on that just yet. I actually kind of forgot. I have so many things going on, but uh, you know, check out your boy all his Stealthy Sixty Seven. You know, I'm gonna run that ad at the end. Uh, yeah, as per use, check out my sponsor, uh, Swift Lifestyles. Get yourself 15% off. Uh, it's a promo code. It is STEAL67, S-T-E-A-L-6-7. Get yourself 15% off store-wide. Swift Lifestyles. That is where it's at. Get your pre-workout. I'm about to have, I'm about to eat dinner right now. Uh, Get me a shot of that pre-workout and then I'm going to be playing some Apex. So I will see y'all on the Twitch. Y'all be good. Have a good one. I'll see y'all next week. Peace.